gonna be scary. Not for us. All engine running. Liftoff. Start on Thompson. Steps right. Shoots for the win. of three. He got it. He got it. Same my first rodeo. Westbrook to the basket. Turns Schroeder around. Russell Westbrook. House the three and the lead. You betcha. Covington biggest shot of the game and he hits it. The corner. P.J. Tucker. Time to you know, accomplish something together that we haven't accomplished before. We both understand that we have one common goal, and that's to win a championship. So <laughs> let's get it. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Locked On Rockets, your daily podcast home for everything Houston Rockets basketball, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. As always, I am your host, Jackson Gatlin. You can find me on Twitter at JT Gatlin. And of course, you can find our show on Twitter at Locked on Rockets. And hey, if you guys like what we do here at Locked on Rockets, please subscribe to the show. Drop us a review. Leave us some stars. I would sincerely appreciate it. And above all else, please share the podcast on all your social media. Get the word out there. Tell your friends. Tell your parents. That's how we get more listeners. That's how we can keep this show going every single day. Today, we have a special show. Today is going to be Trash Talk Tuesday. So this is the first time I'm trying a Trash Talk Tuesday. And in the spirit of Trash Talk Tuesday, this is how it's going to go. First things first, I'm going to recap the five best trash talkers of all time, NBA history. I'm going to go through those five. I've got some honorable mentions that didn't quite crack the top five. So we'll get to those guys as well. I've got some of the Rockets' best trash talkers in Rockets history. And if you guys can't guess who number one is off the top of your head right now, then I'm a little bit disappointed, but we'll get to him. You guys should know who it is, but we'll get to him. Anyways, and then past that, we're going to talk a little trash ourselves in the final segment. So without further ado, I'm just going to go ahead and get into this list. So we're going to go from number five all the way to number one. So this, I did very extensive research on this topic to try and figure out the five best trash talkers in NBA history. And so here is my list. Clocking in at number five, we have Reggie Miller. So Reggie Miller was a total smack talker throughout his, his his entire career, right? But basically his most iconic trash talking moment was against Spike Lee in the 1994 playoffs, which has the historic moment of him doing the uh, the choke sign that gets used all the time today. I mean, it's, it's one of the best gifts to throw out there on Twitter anytime somebody's having a choke job in any major sport, right? So that move of his is iconic to this day and the smack talk that he used to back up that specific move. I mean, I can't exactly say it on this podcast. It's not exactly super duper PG, but you guys can use your imaginations and, you know, picture Reggie Miller, lifelong Indiana Pacer and the kind of things that he would say on the court to get other players riled up. Clocking in at number four is none other than the glove, Gary Payton. So Gary Payton, total trash talk legend, basically would run his mouth the entire game. And it wasn't just it wasn't just on the court. It was off the court too. The dude never stopped talking trash, going so far as, you know, he was chatting up Scotty Pippen one time, going so far as saying, Hey Scotty, you ain't top fifty all time. You want me to show you my list? I had you at fifty one. Like what kind what kind of dude does that? That is that is peak trash talk right there. And there's an anecdote from Shaquille O'Neal, of all people, saying that 
again, GP would take it so far as you'd be out and about at the mall or just doing whatever you're doing. And if you ran into GP, he'd hit you with something like, you know, remember that time I crossed you up, big fella, and I gave you that thing and you almost pulled your arm out of your socket and you can't guard me. I'm a, I'm a first ballot Hall of Famer and, you know, things like that. So, you know, Gary Payton took trash talking to his soul and just would do it on and off the court and may very well be trash talking to the day he dies. So that's GP clocking in at number four. A guy who is known for being honestly a bit insane on the NBA basketball court, clocking in at number three is Kevin Garnett. So there was basically zero line, that no lines that Kevin Garnett wouldn't cross. Basically, it, it escalated, his trash talking escalated so high to a point where he would make fun of other players' uh, parents with like illnesses and stuff like that, you know, and, and just really unsavory stuff, you know, basically ruthless to the point that it wasn't even funny. It's going so far as in back in like 1999 during a Timberwolves Spurs game on Mother's Day, he was making fun of Tim Duncan whose mom had passed away about 10 years prior and, you know, saying stuff like happy Mother's Day, mother effer and stuff like that to Tim Duncan, which, uh, you know, so apparently Tim Duncan is not very fond of Kevin Garnett. And I'm sure this has a big part to do with that. But that's trash talking pretty much to an almost to basically an unacceptable standpoint. But that does kind of notch him in at the number three spot. How could I leave him off the list? Michael Jordan, one of the greatest smack talkers ever in the game of basketball. And the thing was, is he, you can, you can talk trash all game, right? You can go out there, you can say whatever you want, but it doesn't matter if you're not backing it up on the court. And Michael is the goat. So obviously he was backing it up. He would do anything out there to motivate himself to be the best version of himself that he can be. There's the really famous video of him telling Dikimi Mutombo that he's going to hit a free throw and he does it with his eyes closed. Does it just for like he he's talking smack to Dikimi on the line. He ices the first free throw and then he tells him he's going to take the second one. Eyes closed, closes his eyes, swishes it. Nothing but the bottom of the net. That is just peak confidence and peak trash talking. You know, going going so far as in a game 1987 against the Utah Jazz, he basically he dunked it over John Stockton. And apparently a fan who was sitting courtside basically told Michael Jordan, who's standing at, you know, 6'5", 6'6", you know, John Stockton was not that tall at 6'1". The fan is basically like, you know, try that on someone your own size. So then the next possession down, Jordan comes down and slams it home over the six foot eleven Mel Turpin with a huge emphatic slam and runs back down the court and asks the heckler, was that big enough for you? It, it doesn't get better than that. Although, eh, well, maybe it can because we still got number one left, left on the list, which has to go to Celtics legend Larry Bird. So Larry Bird with the nickname the Hick from French Lick was just as savage as it came. Just this guy has some of the most legendary trash talking exploits out there. Basically, 
he would go out there, trash talk, and and it was this unique brand of trash talking where he would literally tell opposing players what he was going to do and then do it on the very next possession. You know, going so far as having this anecdote from Dominique Wilkins about his rookie season facing Larry Bird. So this is Dominique Wilkins recalling his first matchup against Larry Bird. One of the first times I ever played against him, I went out for the opening tip and I went to shake his hand. And he just stood there and looked at me, stone-faced, with his hands behind his back. I was like, whoa. Then we were getting ready for the tip and he says to me, you don't belong in this league, Holmes. I couldn't believe it, but it happened so fast, I didn't know what to think. Then he, they had the ball and, and I was on him and, and he said, I don't know why they got you guarding me, Holmes. You can't guard me. Then whap, he hit a three. Then he came down again and said, they made a mistake by putting you on me, Holmes. And he took another three. And he made another three. So Wilkins is like getting into the story and whatnot. And he's saying, so so I'm hot now. I'm hot, meaning I'm like, I'm steaming. Wilkins is just pissed. Then a little while later, he comes down the court. I was backpedaling. I just went after him. I jumped up and tried to challenge, but I took that right through the rim. He fell and hit the basket support. He got up and said, I like you, rookie. You've got guts. I was happy for a second, but then he said, but I'm still going for 40 on you tonight. Wilkins pauses in his story, drops a little smile, and says, but I got him because he only scored 39 points that evening. So that's how good... Larry Bird was saying he's going to drop 40 on someone. He got to 39, so he didn't quite hold his promise. But that level of, of smack talk, you, you don't really see a lot of that in today's NBA. You see a, a little bit of jabbering here and there, and you know guys get kind of heated, but it doesn't feel like you have this level of OG smack talk in today's NBA. There are a few guys out there that, you know, they talk a lot of trash, but, you know, I don't know if they necessarily back it up the same way that some of these absolute NBA legends have. So we will be back in just one second, and coming up, we'll get the honorable mentions who didn't quite crack the top five, and then also a couple of Rockets Smack Talk legends when we return. So we'll hit that in just a second after this break, so don't go anywhere. And we are back in here at Locked on Rockets, your daily podcast home for everything Houston Rockets basketball. Today, we are Locked on Trash Talk, and so I mentioned it headed into that first break, but a couple honorable mentions that didn't quite crack the top five, but just because of their specific exploits, they definitely deserve some recognition. So number, so first, it's just a couple honorable mentions. So first is X-Rocket Sam Cassell. I say X-Rocket. He only, you know, he spent a, a brief stint with the Rockets, but his, so <laughs> for those that don't know, Sam Cassell had this, um, rather peculiar celebration of sorts basically it was called the big balls dance and so what he would do when he was on the court his way of of taunting other players would be running down the court with his hands you know draped low to his knees hunched over you know doing his big balls dance on the way back down the court you know talk smack you know bust somebody's ass down there on the other end and then do the dance all the way back to the defensive side of the court. And that was his move. And that that is a just 
incredible way of taunting the opposing team. I can't honestly can't think of a better way to taunt the opposing team. I don't even know if they would allow that in today's NBA. I know that Russell Westbrook gets away with the little, you know, the rock, the baby, and lots of players do the the too small gesture as they're running back down the, uh, you know, running back down the court. I don't know if anybody would be be able to get away with the big balls dance today. That might that might warrant an automatic technical based on, you know, how mm, soft things are in today's league. So much so that you know, he would he even told. Back in the day, Steve Francis, former Rocket Steve Francis, uh, he told him, I'm telling you, Steve, I'm going to bust your sleepy ass, rest up. Basically, he told Steve Francis that before he dropped 35 points on him during Steve Francis' rookie season, which was, you know, by then, Sam Cassell was a total veteran at that point. So Sam Cassell would talk the talk and he could walk the walk and back it up. Another guy who could definitely do both of those things, the late Kobe Bryant notorious trash talker Kobe Bryant would go so far as learning other players native languages to trash talk them in their own tongue and as as frequently or as recently I should say not frequently as recently as late December 2019 Kobe was sitting courtside at a Lakers Mavericks game and was speaking Slovenian trash talk to Luka Doncic. Like, what kind of a guy does that? And again, he would do this during actual NBA games. So not only, like, he learned foreign languages to gain a competitive edge. He spoke Spanish and, and was fluent in, like, what other languages? Italian and, you know, a couple other languages. Maybe not fluent, but he spoke a variety of languages. And it's noted that he learned and spoke Spanish so that he could better communicate with Pau Gasol defensively and offensively, kind of calling out plays and screens and whatnot so that other players wouldn't understand what he was saying. That's how competitive Kobe Bryant was. And then obviously he extended that to trash talk as recently as December 2019, trash talking Luka Doncic out there on the court. Just And Luka was like looking around like, who's speaking Slovenian? And looks over to the sidelines and sees Kobe and has to go dap him up because he just can't believe that he's getting trash talked in his own native tongue inside Staples Center. So those are my honorable mentions there. Now, from a more Rockets perspective, I have a couple, I guess it's some more honorable mentions because I don't necessarily want to rank them as like all-time greats, but you got to respect what they did while they, you know, in their time with the Rockets. So first off, got to get his name out there, Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly, much the same as Gary Payton, would just yap all game non-stop talking, talking, talking in your ear, whoever's ear it was, and regrettably because he plays for the Clippers, he's in Westbrook and Harden's ears quite often now, but on the Rockets, he would consistently, he's just that pest, right? He gets into an opponent's head, he gets under your skin, he does everything that he needs to do to be a certified trash talker. That's what he does, and it works. He gets other players riled up, and he gets them out of their comfort zone, and that's exactly what you want him to do. He does what he needs to do, and in a way, he's not you know, the, the tallest player or the strongest player or even necessarily the quickest player defensively, but because he tries so hard every possession and because he's constantly just there and in your presence, that's what makes him a good defender. Is he a lockdown defender? No. Is he a total nuisance on that side? Absolutely. 
So Pat Bev gets an uh, gets a mention, and then I gotta give him another. I gotta give him a, a hat tip. Chris Paul, man. Chris Paul in his brief two year stint with the Rockets didn't play a full season either of his two years, but man, every game that he played, it felt like Chris Paul had some. And maybe it's not necessarily trash talk, but just the the antics of Chris Paul while he was here with the Houston Rockets. You know, I gotta give him. You know, got to give him a hat tip, a little nod, because some of the things that he would do, you know, just he he was so sassy and and you could see the trash talk, too, because you whenever the camera would zoom in on him, he's he's yapping with other players. And, you know, he's never one to back down from a fight. You 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 immediately think to the uh, the tunnel gate scenario with the L.A. Clippers and then the fight with Rondo at the beginning of the 1819 season, like just all these different things. Chris Paul is almost i don't know like a chihuahua like you know a lot you know just smallest guy out there on the court but easily the most aggressive so and i don't know if it's like a napoleon complex type thing but it's definitely it's definitely there and it was definitely entertaining for two seasons as a fan of the houston rockets so i teased it earlier but the guy the man of the hour the man who is absolutely probably the rockets undeniably the best trash talker in Rockets history has got to go to Vernon Maxwell. Mad Max. It has to be him. And his trash talking game has only gotten better with age. But as a player, I mean, he would he would get into it with opponents, with fans, with teammates, you know, going so far as, you know, not super kosher, but going into the stands to punch a heckler getting into a fight with his you know, fellow trash-talking legend from the first segment, Gary Payton, during their time on the Seattle Supersonics, and you know, doing things like going toe-to-toe with Michael Jordan you know, and not backing down from MJ, from the GOAT, you know, things like that, where you know, Mad Max, I mean, he lived up to every single letter in his nickname, Mad Max. The dude was insane. And... I think his his trolling game, his trash talking game has only gotten better with age because so first off, if you don't follow Mad Max on Twitter, you absolutely need to. Some of the tweets that he sends out are absolute gems and to this day, he despises the Utah Jazz. So much so that I'm going to actually take a chance to read some tweets of his because it's just they are some of the funniest things that are ever that I've ever actually read on the Twitter application. It's some great content. So Mad Max. From a distance, the the Mavs kind of remind me exactly of the jazz teams of the 90s, except they aren't dirty and they are good and they are fun to watch and people like them. <laughs> so that's just one. Uh, then somebody's, you know, in Max's mentions. Uh, isn't this the guy that punched a fan during a game? Max's skin is as thin as his hamstrings, and Max comes back with a quote tweet. Well, not everything can be as fat as your wife slash sister. So there we go. Some more trash talk from Mad Max. Um, someone let those, let me know when those guys from L.A. stop crying like little girls. Hashtag get over it. More quality content. And this one, you guys are going to have to excuse my French. I usually, you know, refrain from going too hard on the swear words on this podcast, but I have to do this tweet justice. So here we go. Most NBA teams winning a title is the ultimate goal, but not the Jazz. They are going apeshit this morning because they won a meaningless regular season game where two of our best shooters took the night off. Hashtag Salt Lake shitty. 
And this came immediately after the Bogdanovich buzzer beater win against the Rockets. So not even in a game where the Jazz won, you know, in a demonstrative fashion where they where they totally kicked the Rockets ass. It was a buzzer beater win. And so Mad Max, of course, has to come out and talk a little bit of smack. But I saved the best for last. And this is the GOAT tweet. And it's from 2017. And I guess he had been on a bit of a tweeting tirade talking about the Utah Jazz. And he tweets out, I'd like to apologize to Jazz fans that were offended by my tweets. If I knew you guys had internet in Utah, I would have never made those tweets. (laughs) So that is his, uh, what, his Sistine Chapel, I guess, of tweets. And it's still pinned to the top of his profile to this day. So again, if you don't follow him on Twitter... Please do me a favor. Go find Mad Max on Twitter. Follow him. Some of the stuff that he puts out is hilarious. Although I'd imagine most of you guys that if you guys are following me or listening to this podcast, I'm sure you guys are already following Mad Max. But just in case you're not, go check him out. So as promised, coming up in the final segment, we will do some trash talk of our very own. And that will wrap things up for today's Trash Talk Tuesday. So coming up, we'll do our own trash talk. We'll get there in just a second. So you guys don't go anywhere. And we are back in here at Locked on Rockets, your daily podcast home for everything Houston Rockets basketball. As promised, getting ready to talk a little bit of trash of our own to the other 29 teams in the league. But first, a preface. So I don't know how many of you listeners have watched The Office, but I'm going to venture to guess that a lot of you have or some, whatever. If you guys haven't, you guys will catch on to the theme of this trash talk segment rather quickly. But first, I got to... We gotta set the mood a little bit. I gotta get I gotta get hyped up for this. So hang on one second. We gotta gotta. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble. Yeah. All right. I am ready to rumble. Let's go. I'm not sure what's worse, the Atlanta Hawks' record or the fact that they traded Luca for Trey Young. Boom. Roasted. The Boston Celtics lost to the Small Ball Rockets twice. Eat it, Bill Simmons. Boom, roasted. The Brooklyn Nets are just good enough to make the playoffs, but just bad enough that three years from now, we are definitely getting a can't-win-with-those-cats tweet from a Kevin Durant burner. Boom, roasted. Michael Jordan was so good at destroying Eastern Conference teams as a player that he decided to keep doing it as an owner with the Charlotte Hornets. Boom, roasted. The Chicago Bulls don't have to worry about top-tier players leaving if they don't have top-tier players to begin with. Boom, roasted. The Cleveland Cavaliers actually traded for Andre Drummond. Boom, roasted. Dallas. Boom, roasted. The Denver Nuggets need to be careful or Jokic will come back from the hiatus in peak offseason form. Boom, roasted. Joe Johnson and Josh Smith are still on the Detroit Pistons payroll. Boom, roasted. The Golden State Warriors were the only team bad enough to officially be eliminated from postseason contention this year. Boom, roasted. The only time the Indiana Pacers get national media attention is when Reggie Miller brings up his playing days. No pun intended. Boom. Roasted. Kawhi Leonard's hands are the leading reason for sanitizer shortages in LA. Boom. Roasted. For the Lakers and LeBron, I can't decide between a hairline joke or a hashtag joke. Hashtag washed king. Hashtag strive for greatness. Hashtag boom. Roasted. John Morant is actually really, really cool, and I refuse to slander the Memphis Grizzlies, so boom, not roasted. 
For the Miami Heat, the only thing worse than Jimmy Butler's three-point percentage is D-Wade's ability to judge a slam dunk contest. Nine out of ten was definitely an inside job. Boom, roasted. Milwaukee Bucks hero Giannis attempted a free throw, tried to talk mess about James Harden, and then got scared. Almost as scared as he is to shoot threes. Boom, roasted. The Minnesota Timberwolves had a losing streak, or sorry, losing streaks of 11 and 13 games a season. Still a better record so far than the Warriors. Boom, roasted, two for one. The New Orleans Pelicans were fighting so hard for the eighth seed just to get swept by their ex in the first round. Boom, roasted. The Knicks have almost as many wins as they do power forwards. Also, James Dolan. Boom, roasted. I really can't wait for the inevitable Rockets-Thunder first-round series because Westbrook is going to average a triple-double and the Thunder are going to lose, just like old times. Boom, roasted. I'm sorry, Thunder fans that listen to this podcast because of Russell Westbrook. I had to. It's, it's Trash Talk Tuesday. I had to do it. Uh, where were we? Aaron Gordon was robbed in the dunk contest, just like the Orlando Magic fans have been robbed of competitive basketball since Dwight Howard was traded. Boom, roasted. The 76ers have bounced up and down more this season than Kawhi's game winner in last year's playoffs. Boom, roasted. Booker and Ayton are this generation's Kobe and Shaq. If Kobe and Shaq lost lots of games and played for the Suns. Boom, roasted. The Trailblazers really thought the corpse of Carmelo Anthony could salvage their dumpster fire season. Boom, roasted. The Sacramento Kings are the fifth most popular basketball team in California behind the Lakers, the Clippers, the Warriors, and the Sierra Canyon Trailblazers. Boom, roasted. The Spurs really traded Kawhi to Toronto out of spite for an aging DeMar DeRozan. Boom, roasted. Without Kawhi Leonard, the Raptors don't have a clutch wing player to go to anymore. So it's basically just like all those seasons before the Kawhi trade. Boom, roasted. This isn't the first time the Utah Jazz have had their season ended by a virus. Before long, we're going to start hearing that coronavirus pushed off. Boom. Roasted. The only thing more embarrassing in D.C. than how the government has handled COVID-19 is how the Wizards role players handle playing basketball. Get Beal some help. Boom. Roasted. So I think that concludes our Trash Talk Tuesday podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Took me a little bit of time to write that stuff up. But some of it was funny, I think, hopefully. And if it wasn't, if it was a complete miss, I will never attempt this ever again. But if you guys enjoyed it, let me know, because it takes me time to try and come up with some of this stuff. So if you guys liked it, let me know. If you hated it, also let me know. Just do it in some, you know, maybe not, um, well, maybe in the spirit of Trash Talk Tuesday. Yeah, trash the podcast if it's bad. You know, stay in the spirit of the, of the, of the podcast and let me know if I did a bad job. But I think that's where we'll sign things off for today. So as always... Appreciate you guys listening, and we look forward to having you back right here at Locked on Rockets, your daily podcast home for everything Houston Rockets basketball.